0: Free speech is under attack in America. The government doesn't care about your safety. They just don't want you to escape the matrix. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Anna Perez. Wake up, people. Per usual, the mainstream media exists to serve one purpose, and that is to protect the political elite. And we should not be acquiescing to these people. Americans are historically illiterate, and it is a major problem. There's no such thing as free speech absolutism because free speech is in and of itself an absolute concept right here back on LFA TV for another episode of Wrong Think. Have a great day, guys. thank everyone. I'm Anna Perez. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm back with a live show. Thank you so much for bearing with me, everyone. I miss doing the live shows. I love interacting with you guys uh, in the chat. I like to respond live because I think it's more fun that way and it's a little more dangerous because we never know what I'm going to say. I never know what I'm going to say and that's fine because this is all about free speech. Uh, That's the most important right we have here in America, which is why I'm hosting this show because that is such a an important right to me as it should be for everybody uh, but clearly not Joe Biden uh, clearly not the Democratic Party speaking of which A lot to get to. I'm sure a lot of you watched the debate last night. Uh, If you guys just came from watching Mike Crispy's show, you heard a lot about what happened at at all of the debates, really. Uh, But today I want to focus on specifically the Fetterman debate because I want you guys to understand something. This is a tried and true tactic that they are using in Pennsylvania right now with Fetterman. He is clearly mentally deteriorated. Okay, that's no secret. (laughs) A lot of you probably saw some of the clips. I'm going to be playing more of those, but... uh, but what they're doing here is basically Joe Biden campaign from 2020 2.0. So I'll get into that and, and so much more because it's connected to so many more plans that are so dangerous for not just the state of Pennsylvania, but the entire United, United States of America. But first, guys, I want to go ahead and please ask you to rumble this video. You guys are the reason for any success we have here. Truly. I mean, it, you guys are the ones that basically uh, run the show here. You are the ones who are respond or you guys are the ones that get to decide whether we make it on the rumble leaderboard essentially or find any success at all so uh it's because of you guys obviously ultimately god uh but because of your rumbles uh, honestly guys it's because of you guys it's not even us i don't give us credit uh they just put me in front of a microphone or they i did it no one forced me to do this but um i just sit in front of a microphone and uh rant for an hour so it's because of you guys if you like this please go ahead and rumble this video as well as the other LFA shows because everyone does an incredible job here they work really really hard to bring you guys truthful information that you're not going to get anywhere else Uh, but again it's because of you guys that we're able to grow we want to grow we want to do so much more we want to do documentaries we want to do weekend content and that will be possible because of your rumbles so thank you so much for being here and also please please rumble this video share it Uh, Share it on Getter. Share it on Truth Social. Share it on Rumble. Just send your friends the link uh, because it is so important uh, that we, you know, we have outlets like this. Uh, And and to my knowledge, there isn't one that exists that is like LFA TV. This is the most free speech place I've ever worked. And, you know, that is something we need to continue on. So please help us spread the word in that regard. Okay, guys. Uh, Now that I've already uh, begged you guys for Rumbles and your support, Uh, I want to get into the news, the, the show really. Uh, like I said, Fetterman was a train wreck last night and anybody, anybody who has two brain cells, more than two brain cells could see that anybody knew that. Um, and, you know, I wasn't originally going to cover this because I thought to myself, well, everybody's everybody's probably going to talk about this. But that's the problem. I think we, we cannot allow a certain standard of mental deterioration to enter politics. And the way we do that is we cover it over and over and over again. And we really have to, you know, we really have to make it clear to everybody that this is not acceptable. The American people will not put up for, with this. I mean, it's really insulting to for the dnc for the democratic party to put a candidate up there whether it be joe biden or john fetterman and say hey guys this is the one for you this is we actually think that there's people out there that will vote for these people and, and sadly there are and I'll get into why that is and the predicament that sort of Pennsylvania is in uh, because it's not really even the conservatives there are not particularly uh, deep red conservatives. I'm from Pennsylvania by the way, full disclosure. so this is my home state. so you know I have a stake in this race it, it's it's important to me um, so I've been following it pretty uh adamantly and i I, you know i wanted to talk about this whole fetterman disaster because let me tell you if this guy wins this the this senate seat that's very dangerous for america and i'll get into why it's quite possible because a lot of you guys probably were thinking who who the hell would vote for this guy but the reality is they don't need our votes they don't need our votes and i'll get into that and more but first first i want to show you a tweet that i came across last night this is from the columbia bugle Never forget that behind every mentally faltering Democrat candidate, there's a cruel wife who won't let him drop out. Now, this is both literally and figuratively true, because literally in the sense that Jill and uh, Joe Biden wouldn't let Joe Biden drop out. She, of course, was like, oh, uh, my great husband who doesn't uh, know what's going on. He's going to run for president. He's going to win. She's always trying to like you know, orchestrate his appearances. And she's based obviously behind that. Any good spouse would have been like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Uh, please stay home in your basement and eat applesauce all day. That's what you should be doing, Joe. But no, they don't care about that. They care about money. They care about their, their name. They care about going to the cocktail parties. Uh, Jill, who has never been to a bodega in her life, uh, d- d- never wants to have to go to one. So that's what she's protecting herself with. And as far as Fetterman goes, it's the same story with his wife, uh, she wants the same thing. She, she just wants uh, to live the high life when establishment politicians get into office and they start making all this money. That's what she wants. So that's why she's forcing him into that. But I say figuratively because this is more than just actual wives who are behind this. This is the Democratic Party. This is an orchestrated attempt to get a mentally deteriorated puppet into office so that they can do the same thing that they did to Joe Biden with John Fetterman. And some of you probably have seen this clip. I'm sure a lot of you have. But I don't think it could be played enough, guys. This is how the debate started, mind you. This is how, this is what Fetterman walked in and said at the debate last night.
1: As Lieutenant Governor, you're running for a seat that could decide the balance of power in Washington. What qualifies you to be a U.S. Senator? You have 60 seconds.
2: Hi, good night, everybody.
0: Hi, good night, everybody. Yeah, that's the man who we're supposed to believe is fit for the Senate seat. That's the man who we're supposed to believe is a, is a you know, intellectually leveled ca- ca- person or someone who's able to compete against Dr. Oz, who, mind you, I have my opinions on Dr. Oz. He wasn't my go-to candidate. But I'll say you have to understand, when it comes to PA, and I was a Kathy Barnett person. I still like Kathy Barnett. Uh, I keep in contact with her. I used to have her on my show on RAV a lot. But, you know, of course, they painted her out to be an extremist. And sadly, that tactic works when it comes to Republicans in Pennsylvania, because the Republicans in Pennsylvania aren't super Republican, especially when you get out to more of like East PA, Uh, Eastern PA. That's like where I'm from. I'm from the outside of Philadelphia. It's I would say it's it's a leftist area, the area I'm from. But even the Republicans there are even the Democrats, there are pretty traditional. And the Republicans, there are not particularly uh, MAGA. So it's not. A lot of districts in PA are not deep red. There are some deep red districts. I mean, Trump won it in twenty sixteen. He won the state then. Although, let's be honest, you know, it wasn't hard to beat Hillary in that state. Um, but uh, that the reality is, it's not. It's not super super. Uh, you know, red meat. It's not going to be. It's not the kind of state where a. True, true red candidate can win. So, somebody like Oz is actually a good candidate in that respect, politically speaking. And they've really done a great job with their campaign in, in uh, recent months. So, you know, it's been good to see that because they haven't, they didn't do a good job, especially with, when it came to election fraud. Uh, they, he didn't really stand by that too much, which is actually partly why, partly why he's there. And I'll get into more of that. But I also want to play another clip for you guys if you haven't heard it yet. Uh, I don't think it can be played enough. Because (laughs) this was the most insane response I've ever heard, I think, on a presidential debate stage. I actually think this might have been worse than Biden. I I don't know, actually. Take a look at this.
3: You have made two conflicting statements regarding fracking. In a 2018 interview, you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. I never have. But earlier this month, you told an interviewer, quote, I support fracking. I support the energy independence that we should have here in the United States. So Mr. Fetterman, please explain your changing position. 60 seconds. Uh, I,
2: I've, I've always supported fracking. And I always believe that independence with our energy is, is critical and we can't be held you know, uh, you know ransom to somebody like Russia you know I've always believed that energy independence is critical and I've always believed that and I do support fracking. I've never taken any money from their their industry, but I support how critical it is that we produce our own energy and create energy independence. I must correct the record. Uh,
3: Just a second, Mr. Oz, I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two?
2: Uh, I I do support fracking and I don't, I don't, I support fracking and I stand and I do support fracking.
3: Okay. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman.
0: Yeah. So as you can see, uh, not doing so hot uh, in, in anything really, he can't answer a question normally. He couldn't even, um, He couldn't answer that question about the article from 2018, as they just pointed out. That was a stance he had taken previously. But even the way he speaks, he can't get his words out. He's obviously mentally deteriorated. Um, So many more moments from that debate. I want to play another one where they talk about inflation.
3: Follow up question on this. Our next star poll shows 51% of Pennsylvania voters disapprove of the president's job performance. You have publicly supported many of his policy positions. Are there any that you disagree with? 30 seconds.
2: No, I I just believe he needs to do more about supporting uh, and fighting about inflation.
0: I love how he took the full 30 seconds, but he didn't say anything during the 30 seconds. He took the full 30 seconds to literally stand there. And then he goes, "Uh, uh, he needs to do more about inflation. Guys, this is exactly Joe Biden. In 2020 this is the same tactic that they used in 2020 with joe biden they put him on the on the debate stage they tried to get him they tried to give him some adderall or something uh, to get him hyped up to do this debate obviously uh he couldn't compete with somebody like president trump but same thing with fetterman and i thought um and oz could have i didn't play of course what oz said in response but he could have attacked him many many times and he didn't i think that was smart um i was just reading that in the chat briefly and I saw some of you guys talking about PA and how it's it's a red state. And yes, yes, in the past it has been like like meaning in dec- decades ago. But right now, it's even the red voters are not extremely. It's a very moderate state right now. I would say as far as Republican voters go, not everyone. Obviously, I'm from PA and I'm um, I'm a MAGA person. I'm pr- pretty much as conservative as it gets. Um, and as far as uh, as far as um, As far as districts go like there are districts that are very very red very deep red that are very are trump districts all the way through and through but it is a fairly moderate state so you know somebody like oz wouldn't necessarily be a bad candidate politically speaking although i'm like i said i'm not i'm not necessarily an oz gal myself i'm just being honest that that's you know the case um and guys it got it got a lot worse the entire time um he couldn't even come after Oz. This was a clip of him trying to go after Oz. Of course, this is a debate, so that's the thing he's supposed to be doing. But this is what he said about, about Oz taking money from uh, o- big oil, apparently. This is what he had to say. I don't know exactly what he meant by this, but uh, you guys can decide for yourselves.
2: For uh, Amer- uh, families here in Pennsylvania, you know, he has never met an, air, uh, uh, an oil company that he doesn't swipe right about. You know, he has never been able to stand up for working families all across Pennsylvania. You know, we must push back. Inflation has hurt Americans and Pennsylvania's families, and it has given the oil companies record profits.
0: What? Swipe right on? What is this Tinder for oil companies? I'm confused. I'm confused. And you know what? Fetterman is con- just as confused, if not more so. But guys, this is the candidate that the left is pushing. And like I said, you might think to yourself, oh, who's going to vote for him? Nobody in the right mind would vote for that man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Even if you're not a, uh, you know, a, a Democrat, I mean, even if you're even not a Republican, even if you don't necessarily want Oz to win, uh, how could you vote for that man? How could you vote for him? And that may be true, there are a lot of people that pro- that did have their minds changed. In fact, we know that for a fact. But the reality is, guys, um, the tactic that they're going with here is that you're ableist if you criticize him. You're ableist if you criticize him. Which is exactly why. They wanna get this puppet into office, this mentally deteriorated puppet, the same way they did for Joe Biden. And they have the same defense tactic. It's you're ableist. You know who else that they did that to? Joe Biden. I wanna show you guys these two headlines. They uh, look very similar, actually. This is a headline from back when Joe Biden was debating Trump in 2020, advocates call out ableists for mocking Biden's mid-debate stutters. Of course, what they really mean to say is that Joe Biden has dementia, has suffered from two brain aneurysms, and therefore he is not fit for office, but you can't make fun of him because we want to get him into office because other people will be controlling him anyway. But no, no, the go-to PR statement is, He is, you're ableist for mocking Joe Biden's mid-debate studies, stutters, they weren't stutters. Joe Biden didn't know what he was talking about. And same with Dr. Oz, I mean, the same with Fetterman. Look at this, Oz, Fetterman debate discourse shows our discomfort with disability. Some say that because John Fetterman needs accommodations, he is not fit to serve. This is a reflection of a larger problem, the persisting discomfort around disabled bodies and minds. Look guys, I didn't think I needed to say this one out loud, but uh, you're not ableist if you don't want somebody who is mentally deteriorated running your life. If you don't want somebody making, you know, literally life or death decisions, uh, you know, in public office who is mentally deteriorated. But they know that, the left knows that. They just wanna cover up what's going on. And by the way, for those of you who don't know what the term ableist means, I was in that camp about two months ago, but I found out when, uh, when, when Fetterman started being, you know, defended by saying everybody else was ableist for coming at him. Uh, for his clearly mentally deteriorated state, uh, ableism is basically one of the isms that the left comes up with. It's a made-up term. It's like being, they, when they say you're racist, you're xenophobic, you're, you know, whatever this is, it's an ism. You're ableism. It's the idea of not uh, of not liking you because you're not an able-bodied person. So that's what the term ableism means, in case any of you were wondering at this point, although I'm sure most of you probably have found out uh, because this is such an overused term now by the media, because they're trying to protect Fetterman they're trying to protect little John Fetterman who is not fit for public office and guess what you're not an ableist you're not a racist you're not a xenophobic person you're not in anything for pointing that out you are a normal thinking breathing human being and that is absolutely insane and insulting that the left thinks that they can cover it up this way but of course but of course like I said there are people out there in Pennsylvania that will fall for this there are people that will okay and even if they don't Even if plan A doesn't work, if the media is not able to convince you, if the media is not able to convince you by calling you an ableist, by calling you, throwing out all these labels at you, um, that that's not the case. They have a plan B, which I will get to. Uh, But I just want to show this clip. I want to go back in time. Remember when Joe Biden was people were talking about how he clearly is not fit to serve in, as president. He clearly has some mental problems. He clearly is not there. He has dementia. He suffered from two brain aneurysms. Nobody talks about that. And by the way, I'm not making fun of him when I say that. I'm not making fun of anybody who has those issues. I'm saying don't run for office. And I'm saying the Democratic Party shouldn't be propping up these people who clearly have these problems. But instead of saying, hey, don't run, uh, this is what the Democratic Party did to Joe Biden. And this is exactly the kind of stuff they're going to do to Fetterman. They've already started doing to Fetterman. Of course, his wife already complained about that interview he did uh, where they, he was just calling them. They needed to apologize because they were they were ableist towards him. This is a clip of Joe. Remember when they used that little kid who actually had a speech impediment? They used him, this poor little kid, to, uh, to make Joe Biden out to be this hero, this hero for the disabled. And it's absolutely hilarious because We all know what's really going on here. Take a look at this clip. This was back when Joe was was, uh, running.
4: All right. Joe, it's me, Brayden. I just want to let you know that the Harrington family is rooting for you and that we wish you good luck. When I first met you, I was holding in all all that fear and feelings about my father and... It was really good to let that out to you, to somebody who I felt a connection with, and to somebody who's others. Uh, There's about a month left of the election, and you know you can do it. All that inspiration you gave me. What a great kid. I, I, I want to bring all that back to you. I just want to let you know that it's okay to have a block and. You're probably not going going to be able to get a word out this next debate. Um, (laughs) If you get a block, just do what you do normally and keep that faith in your heart. And always remember that we're always going to be.
0: All right. Well, that's enough child abuse for this show. But as you can see there... Uh, that was the tactic they went with. They they actually took Joe Biden's clear mental deterioration and said, "Okay, we're going to make this out to be like a lifelong disability that this guy has had, and we're going to capitalize on it. We're going to use this child to basically make him out to be this hero for people who with stutters, who's who stutter. Guys, uh, it's not a stuttering problem Joe Biden has. I didn't think I had to point that one out." Uh, clearly he's old, had dementia, and had two, has dementia, and had two brain aneurysms. So that's what we're dealing with here. Same with John Fetterman. You're not ableist for calling out his clear issues. And by the way, in the debate, I didn't want to play this clip, because I didn't want to, like, you know, show too much from it, because I don't want to bore you guys, but I'm sure some of you saw it. He refused to disclose his, his, uh, records, his medical records. And what that tells us is that whatever the problem he has is, it's probably much worse than what he's telling us. So you know they want to what they do is they take an issue they, they take these uh, mentally deteriorated puppets that they can use in office they tried this already with joe biden and make no mistake pa is a battleground state is it is a very important state so it makes sense that the democrats are using pa for this it makes sense that the democrats are doing this in pennsylvania after doing it uh with the presidential uh, election of course with joe biden they're now doing it with fetterman because they know it's such an important state that they need to get uh, to gain access to. So the way that they're doing that is via Fetterman, and they're using the same tactic they use with Joe Biden. And we have yet to see if it actually worked. We have yet to see if it actually worked, you know, after the election. But the problem with PA is that it has one of the worst elections election systems in the country. PA is, completely rife with fraud, and it still hasn't been fixed. One of the worst states when it comes to that. We've had, you know, fraud issues for years, even before 2020, but um, but PA is particularly bad. And I'm gonna get into that in the second half of the show. But I just wanted to, to show you guys, to show you guys exactly the similarities between how the media on the left treated Joe and how they're treating Fetterman, because it is the exact same uh, cue, exact same, uh, exact same play that they use with Joe Biden. And you guys need to understand that there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. They see Pennsylvania as another opportunity, the same way that they saw with stealing the, uh, the entire, the presidential seat in 2020, they're doing that again in-, in PA. And PA is such an important state, that's why they've chosen PA to do this with. And they knew as soon as they saw Fetterman, they saw an opportunity here. They saw an opportunity here. Because remember, Joe Biden's debate was also terrible with Trump. and yet And yet somehow he still won, he still won. Well, that's because they need a weak candidate that the the Democratic Party can control. He won't think for himself. He can't think for himself. He's mentally incapable of doing so. So that the radicals behind him control him. Okay? And it doesn't matter if if he actually is liked by the voters anyway, because guess what? They'll steal the election. And that's exactly what they're about to do in Pennsylvania. And I'll get into that in just a moment, guys. But first, I want to give you a quick message from one of our amazing sponsors, Gold Co., the last time the economy looked like this, the dollar lost 46% of its value. While inflation ran through the roof, the price of gold shut up 1,300%, and silver skyrocketed over 800%. So what that means is if history repeats itself, it could happen again. So how do you help, how do you, uh, mitigate the situation? Well, you got to call Goldco at 855-559-3433 or visit goldco.com slash live. You'll get a free gold IRA kit and learn how to get $10,000 or more in free silver. Guys, don't miss this opportunity. This could be your best opportunity to protect your retirement savings. Tell your family, tell your friends about it. It's so, so, so important. If you're going to do anything to protect your savings, do this because I promise you, you won't regret it. It's really important right now to protect your savings like this. Uh, so please, Please call 855-559-3433 or visit goldco.com with the promo code LFA. Use the promo code LFA. Don't forget that. And uh, as you guys know, most people have lost 25% or more of their entire 401k since Biden took office. So that's pretty dangerous. And, I, you know, I, I don't think you guys want to go through that, uh, any more of that. So, you know, I guys, this is super important. Uh my family's done this. I know a lot of my friends' families have done this. It's it's just it's the only way to protect your, your savings at this time. Alright, guys. So I want to get to some of your comments on Rumble because I couldn't do that the other day. So might as well right now. Let's see what you guys are saying. I saw that there were some issues with freezing earlier. Um I don't I don't know what's going on with that. I'm I will look into that again, but it's supposed to be fixed. I don't know what's happening, so that's kind of frustrating, but I, will, I don't want to give you guys a faulty product, so I will fix that. I will find a way. Anyway, all right. Uh, let's see what you guys are saying. Fetterman had a vax-related stroke. That's from John Smith. Probably. They all do. I mean, that's not exactly surprising, although I think he had a stroke before that, before the vax even came out. I mean, he might have had another one, but I've, I've thought it happened before that. Uh, brown sugar 22 said that's elder abuse yes it is elder abuse well you know the thing here is he's not as old as joe biden so they're kind of it the worst part here is they're actually able to run with the narrative like well he's still somewhat you know um fit for office even though we know he's not because we're not retarded and we could see right through it we know exactly what's going on jljs says freezing has stopped on my end great great to hear that okay i'm really sorry about that by the way guys you don't deserve that um and Miguel Ortiz says, Anna is killing it as usual. Thank you, Miguel. You're so nice. Bad moon, so great to see you, Bad Moon. Um and Don, Don, you're great. Paul and Gracia, great to see you. Uh, total lack of transparency, that's from Paul and Gracia. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. We went down to Philly after the 2020 election. They wouldn't even let us into polling stations. Yes, that's my, I am I live outside of that district. I live in Delaware County, or not anymore. My family's from there, but I kept my voting there, uh, even though I haven't lived there in a long time. Because uh, it matters, it matters, the state of Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, the thing is with uh, with Pennsylvania in that area is that it was. it's one of those districts that are e- really easy to steal because it is kind of, there are enough Republican votes um where it it gets pretty tight like the race gets pretty tight so it's easy to sort of steal an election as a democrat uh so for somebody like joe biden that was because the closer the race is the easier it is for democrats to steal the election the more moderate uh the country is the more moderate a state is the easier it is to steal an election of course there were so many attacks against trump prior to the 2020 election so there were idiots out there that genuinely thought that you know the whole um what was it the blue no matter who crew that really brainwashed a good population of people enough so that the margin was slim enough so that they could go in and, and steal the election. Um, I don't necessarily know. They, people say Trump would have won in a landslide. I think to a degree, it could be considered a landslide, but I don't think it was enough of a landslide where it was like so obvious that it wasn't impossible to steal an election. Um, and that's why the LF was able to steal the 2020 election because of that, because it was a, at least a slim enough margin where they could, you know, easily infiltrate either fraudulent tactics i mean it made no sense we it was like at 3 a.m they clo- they they stopped the stop polling and then suddenly we woke up and joe biden had won it was insane stuff but the reality is that's how they do it and that's why they're doing it in um uh in, oh amanda collins says my son is nine he has autism level one that is a disability yes exactly uh that is a disability and um you know i've always said we should be protecting those people in our population we shouldn't be it's abuse to force people like that onto the stage um i wouldn't call what joe biden has a disability obviously and i think it's you know terrible that they're making it out to be that he's obviously just mentally deteriorated doesn't have a disability there's a difference between the two obviously and it's kind of awful that they're treating it the same oh joe biden just has a stutter he's just like the sweet guy with a stutter no you're using people like that little boy i mean that's terrible uh and i and i just think that's completely unfair and wrong to do to that To that child it's abuse but of course like we've talked about on the show many times joe biden doesn't care about abusing children he doesn't care about using people Uh, that's kind of the name of the game for him he's not all there mentally anyway so it's really his regime that's backing him and forcing him to do these things Uh, but it's all really bad stuff and ultimately you know what's going on here is they don't want um and they don't want uh yeah Amanda, amanda i see you're saying joe wasn't born with disabilities yeah you're right he wasn't he wasn't at all this is all it's disgusting what they're willing to lie about. It really is. Uh, but with, as far as Fetterman goes, it's the same tactic. They're trying to turn this into, you know, you're a bad person if you don't want him to run for office. Uh, no, you're not ableist if you don't want somebody who's clearly not fit to run for office to run. I don't want somebody who can't, you know, isn't mentally there, isn't mentally mentally capable, who's m- mentally fit uh, to be running my life. But Amanda, you bring up a great point in the sense that it's actually, you know, what they're saying even if even if he was he did have a a problem like that was a disability which they don't that's the whole problem is they don't have a disability that there's difference between a disability and somebody who has medical suffered medical uh consequences of a stroke or still um or are are a dementia patient that's that's different than being like autistic you know so it's wrong that they're kind of throwing them into the same category and being like oh you're ableist no no that doesn't doesn't even make sense you're absolutely right with that um so let's see, what else are you guys saying? Shane, behave yourself, that's from Victoria. Who's Shane? Shane, what did you say? I can't even find your comment, I'm looking for it. Anna is gold, Oh, thank you, Paul, that's really nice. All right, well, I don't wanna get too caught up in this because I will read the chat later, so it's okay. Um, I will get back to more of your comments, but guys, um, I really, I think it's really important that we cover the second half of this because this is where it gets very nefarious. This is what I want to get to now is when it gets very clear as to what the Democratic Party is trying to do right now. So, uh, as you know, they're trying to install all these puppets across the country as their candidate, as their leading candidate. They did it with Joe Biden. Now they're trying it in, in a relatively moderate state. It's a purple state, Pennsylvania. So now they're trying to, you know, They want fetterman to be their go-to guy why because he's easy to control he's not mentally there so it's somebody that the democratic party can easily control okay that's the goal here they want to easily control him and the reason why that you you might think to yourself well that's not politically advantageous because how could he possibly win an election if he's that mentally deteriorated who's gonna vote for him well newsflash i don't know if you were paying attention in 2020 but they don't need your votes they don't need anybody's votes they are very well versed in stealing elections and the and, and Pennsylvania in particular in particular is well primed for this tactic because Pennsylvania has had voter fraud issues for years guys even if you just look back at the primary the primary was a disaster the republican primary remember that they were counting votes literally until june they didn't decide the election until june 8th read this 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 came out right after the night of the election oz mccormick locked in too close to call pennsylvania race pennsylvania's bitterly fought republican u.s senate primary was too close to call wednesday with celebrity physician Mehmet oz holding the slimmest of leads over former bridgewater associates chief executive officer dave McCormick. Oz, who was endorsed by former President Donald Trump, had 31.3% of the vote to McCormick's 31.1%, with 95% of the votes counted, according to Associated Press. Conservative firebrand Kathy Barnett, who rolled the campaign with a surge in its closing days, lagged with 24.8%. So sketchy stuff happened that night. The count is unfolding slowly, in part because the state law doesn't let counties start processing and counting mail-in and absentee ballots until 7 a.m. on Election Day. And there were 636,305 ballots returned across the Commonwealth at the end of the day, Monday, according to the Pennsylvania Department of State. Guys, this is the reality of elections in Pennsylvania. This is how it went down. Also, also get this, guys, about 22,000 mail-in ballots in Lancaster County have to be manually marked and rescanned after a printing issue made them unread- unreadable extending the vote counting process acting secretary of commonwealth lee chapman said on cnn on wednesday there are about 7,000 republican ballots being remade in the county she said pennsylvania law requires an automatic recount in statewide races when the margin is less than or equal to 0.5 percent of the total vote candidates can also request a recount through the courts guys it was so bad so bad this ele- on election on the primary election night this was for the republican primary um, obviously it was not between a democratic candidate and a republican candidate but it doesn't matter that just proves how screwed up Pennsylvania's election system is how screwed up a voter fraud could could be in Pennsylvania and we truly don't know Really, what went down that night? We didn't do a a thorough investigation. Pennsylvania has all of these strange rules that they changed. First of all, they've always had issues with this. But in 2020, prior to 2020, they changed a lot of their rules for COVID. Uh, The courts went back and forth with a lot of these um, orders that they were changing. uh, And it got very, very confusing to a point where it's like they basically created loopholes for fraud to take place. Um, And so I just found that very, very sketchy. I felt like it didn't get enough media attention, what went on on the primary election night in uh, just this year in May, May 17th, uh, because because it kept going. I also want to read you guys what happened after that, because the issues kind of uh, continued after that. Look at this. So the ballot recount actually to begin, because as I just read in that last article that's something that happens when you have i think there's a 0.5 margin of error so they did do that recount a recounting began friday in the too close to call republican primary mind you this is already may 27th, 10 days after the election guys so this is this article was written 10 days after the election and the counting the recounting had just begun guys look Recount to begin Friday and the too close to call Republican primary contest for US Senate in Pennsylvania with barely 900 votes separating, guys, only 900 votes separating heart surgeon Dr. Mehmet Oz and former hedge fund CEO David McCormick. Montour County began the recount Friday, one of the seven counties that said they would start right away. Most of Pennsylvania's 67 counties have said they will begin next week. So they're all doing these recounts at different times with a Wednesday deadline to start. Guys, what the hell? What? the hell went on in Pennsylvania after the primary and nobody looked into it. Now, I'm not saying that that there was fraud necessarily happening in that particular race. I'm just saying, because of how screwed up Pennsylvania's election system is and the primary is a perfect example of that, who knows, who knows what the Democrats could do in this upcoming general election in November. Who knows in a few weeks, who knows what could happen Okay, because they already have a loophole. They know how screwed up Pennsylvania's election is. That's why they are doing this with with Fetterman. Pennsylvania is the perfect state to do this with. And that's why they chose easily controlled, mentally deteriorated Fetterman the same way they chose Joe Biden, because we all know that's not him who's going to be running the state if he wins. It's going to be, of course, the leftists that are backing him, the far leftists, the very radical leftists that do have a nefarious agenda. Fetterman doesn't know what's going on half the time, but they're going to be controlling him. He's going to be a little political puppet for them. And they know they don't need votes at the end of the day because Pennsylvania is so screwed up. The election system is so screwed up. They don't need votes. Guys, this is wild. And I it, it blows my mind that nobody's really, everybody's kind of relaxing. I think Republicans are kind of relaxing. They're like, well, there's no way Fetterman can win. Don't you see, guys? This is Joe Biden 2.0. This is 2020 2.0. Guys, 2022.0. And and get this, guys. So if you might think, oh, well, you know, that was the primary, uh, you know, maybe we've fixed things since then. Maybe it's first of all, we didn't even fix things from the 2020 election. Let's be clear on that. Doug Mastriano was fighting for it. State Senator Doug Mastriano, who's now actually running for he's the gubernatorial candidate. He's running for governor. Great guy. I've said that many, many times. If you're from P.A., vote for him. Obviously, obviously, you guys know that you're smart enough to know that. But um, but he was fighting for all of this, for to right? He was one of the first people, first Republicans, and this is why I love him so much, who was fighting uh, against election fraud right after the election had taken place. And I'm gonna show you a clip of that, but first I wanna show you what's going on in Pennsylvania to this day, guys, this is crazy. Look at this. Pennsylvania to count undated ballots, election officials say, despite US Supreme Court ruling. This is from earlier this month, this is from October 12th, 2022. This is this comes right before and no one I, I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but listen to this. A top election official in Pennsylvania says the state will disregard the US Supreme Court's guidance on counting mail in ballots arriving in envelopes with typos or incorrect dates, saying that the state's Commonwealth Court has already established the practice as licit. Pennsylvania's election laws have historically required voters to include a signature and a date outside of return envelopes when voting by mail. However, however, Acting Secretary of State Lee Chapman announced that Pennsylvania election officials should continue counting ballots that arrive with improperly filled out envelopes with the accordance, uh, sorry, in accordance with the Commonwealth Court's previous ruling on the matter. Guys, Pennsylvania in the general election is going to be counting mail-in ballots that are improperly filled out. They're going to be counting ballots that should not be counted. You you can tell what their plan is. They know Fed- Fetterman doesn't have to be this great candidate because they're going to steal the election anyway. Don't you see? It's literally 2022.0. It's literally Joe Biden- you know, probably on steroids, actually, because, you know, Pennsylvania was already a disaster to begin with, but this is their prototype. This is what they want to do to every single state. They like that the lines are blurred in PA enough where they can, you know, implement this. So that's the problem. And that's really what they want to do in PA. It is insane. And and it blows my mind that people aren't really drawing a lot of attention to this because, the reality is that the election fraud was not fixed. The election fraud was not fixed. It was not fixed in 2020. It was not fixed after the primary. It was not fixed. It hasn't been fixed for years, guys. There is still fraud going on. And this is how they're going to continue to steal these elections. This is, this is what they're going to do, guys. This is exactly how it works. So they don't, need, they don't need a great candidate. That's why Fetterman's there. They don't need a great candidate. They know they can win. They know they can win by stealing it, especially in a state like PA especially it's a very very similar terrain to where our country was in 2020 once they had you know poured on the all of the covid stuff to make trump look bad they ruined the economy to make trump look bad they did all of these things to prime us prime us to be in a state at which the democrats we were in a vulnerable state as a country to which the, the democrats c- could come in and steal that election with a mentally deteriorated candidate and they're doing it all over again we've seen this movie before okay We've seen it before and you know, we need you guys to anybody from Pennsylvania who's in this chat, just be aware of what's going on and not just Pennsylvanians, but like, Everybody across the country needs to be aware of what's happening because this will happen in other swing states. It already has happened in swing states, but not to this level. They, they, I think this is the first time they're trying it out in, on a state level with such a mentally deteriorated candidate that the, the DNC is doing this with. They're going to try and, and do this in all the other states, too. They're going to try to do it in Arizona. They're going to try to do it in you know all the other states that they had issues with. They're going to try to do it um, you know wherever they can, basically. And if it works, if that is if it works. So we can't let it work. We can't let it. And we better be paying attention, close attention to what's happening in Pennsylvania. And I also want to let you guys know, as I was saying, Doug Mastriano, they've made him out. Of course, the media has completely demonized him. And the reason why they're demonizing him is because he is the one guy, the one guy who was actually fought probably harder than almost anyone uh, for election integrity in Pennsylvania. And he's the one who's running for governor. They've painted him out to be this extremist. And their tactic is actually somewhat, uh, the left's tactic here is actually somewhat, Valid because Pennsylvania, like I said, is a fairly moderate state. So if they paint him out to be this radical uh, right winger, as they want to put it. Uh, then it might work. But the reason why they're doing that is because Doug Mastriano is onto them. So if Doug wins in Pennsylvania, then their entire plan with PA is screwed up. I want to play a clip of what he said shortly after the election so you can get an idea of exactly how you know hard of, how strong of a fighter he's been uh, for election integrity. Take a look. There's any hint of fraud out there we need to investigate. Any governor serving the people this Commonwealth would put aside his petty politics would put aside his petty politics and find out the truth if anyone was defrauded. And at this point here, he's unwilling to do that. Let me point out some hard facts here. Uh, we are in Adams County, named after our second president, John Adams, who famously said, facts are stubborn things. That was right after 2020. So he was ready to go to war over this. He was ready to fight for election integrity. And he is such a threat to the DNC right now, to the to the Pennsylvania Democrats who want to get Fetterman in there because even if they, their plan works with Fetterman, if it doesn't work with Mastriano, then they're screwed. They're screwed because because Mastriano will get to the bottom of election and it, of election fraud in Pennsylvania, and they can't have that. They are they were priming Pennsylvania for a long time. That's why the election fraud has not been fixed. That's why it wasn't fixed in the in the Republican primary. That's why it's not it wasn't fixed to this day. In fact, it's being made worse as you just saw with that article. Uh, that I pointed out where they're actually allowing, they're now going to be counting uh, improperly filled out ballots, fake ballots. I mean, this literally is telling the left, come in, steal this state, steal this election. Uh, find loopholes to send in fake ballots. They're asking for it, guys. And Doug Mastriano will put a stop to it and that's why they can't have him there and that's why they need Fetterman and that's why this is exactly Joe Biden 2.0 and the man standing in the way is Mastriano. So that's why they've been demonizing him so much. And they know that their tactics are effective because the state of Pennsylvania is relatively moderate. Uh, But I'm asking Republicans in Pennsylvania to please be aware of this. It wouldn't be the ones watching this show because you guys know uh, what's going on here. You guys know the truth. Uh, But unfortunately, there are a lot of moderate Republicans who are really just falling right into the Democrats lap with all of this. And I really hope and pray that they don't fall for this, that they don't fall for the demonizing of Mastriano that way, because he is our one hope in the state to get to the bottom of this okay guys so uh i wanna i'll be back in a moment i want to go ahead and take a quick break but please 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 stick around because i have a lot more to get to i want to go ahead first ask you though to please rumble this video if you haven't already like i said it's you guys who are keeping us alive here at LFA. Uh, It's really because of you guys that we're gonna grow. So if you could please, please, please go ahead and rumble this video when you have a chance. Please actually just do it right now. Just click the plus sign. It's really, really easy. Or if you're on the app, I believe it's a boxing glove. But please, please go ahead and rumble this video. I'm so grateful for your support. All of us here at LFA TV are grateful for your support. You're such a big part of everything. That's why we love to include you in the shows. That's why I love doing live shows. I know I had some technical difficulties, uh, which I probably should have done a better job of testing sooner. But I was just so eager to talk to you guys again and have more of a conversation while the show was going. Uh, But that said, please rumble this video and I will be back in a moment with a lot more to get to. So stick around after the break.
2: Hi friends, Dr. Mark Sherwood here.
3: And I'm Dr. Michelle Sherwood.
2: Not everyone can make an appointment with us but you can receive many of the same educational benefits our patients receive through our most comprehensive course, Health Secrets Exposed.
3: Modern health care, or should we say sick care, is more focused on profit than your health. And in this course, you'll discover what sick care has been keeping from you all along.
2: Here's a hint, you don't need more medication
3: You need the simple truths in this course to unlock optimal health. Health Secrets Exposed is usually $149. Now it's just $99 with your promo code. It's time for you to learn what big pharma doesn't want you to know. Get access to this course now at Sherwood.tv.
0: Welcome back to Wrong Think, everyone. Guys, look, so while this is all going on in the country, while our country's falling apart in when it comes to voter fraud, when it comes to what's happening in Pennsylvania, uh, which is a complete and utter disaster, as you just heard from me uh, about a minute ago, this is also going on. Daryl Brooks, um, of course, he was the guy who was behind the Waukesha massacre. He was actually just found guilty of intentional homicide. I don't know if any of you saw that, but um, he is a perfect example of the mental health problem we have in this country. I want to play a clip of him literally saying that it was God's will that the Waukesha massacre happened. Uh, Take a look at this. It's actually really, it's the most bizarre thing you'll ever see. It's sad, but bizarre and also so, so indicative of of a much larger problem that I want to talk about. But I first, I want to show you guys, I want you guys to watch the clip. Take a look.
1: For whatever mistakes that I myself have made in my life, I made peace with, with God. May peace. I'm happy to say that my conscience is clear. because I believe, I trust him with my life. <laughs> Nobody will never know why it was his will for this to happen. Changed that day, mine included. God's way is not our own. No matter how much sometimes we want to question, we have to have faith.
0: Yeah, so that's clearly a mentally ill man. He thinks that it was God's will to have hurt all those people with, by the way, what he hurt them with was a car. So it's interesting to me how while the left is, all, is out here, you know, talking on and on and on about how we need to basically take away the Second Amendment, like t- take away your Second Amendment rights, which literally says the right to bear arms, there's no qualifying qualifications to that you literally, it literally just says you have a right to bear arms. Uh, the government may not, m- government may not uh, infringe upon that. I don't know why they think that they could read between the lines on such a very simple concept, the left, I mean, but of course, that's their concern, always, forever, no matter what kind of disaster happened. But really, what's going on here, guys, is a mental health problem in this country. And instead of focus focusing on taking away the Second Amendment, maybe if we just focused on the mental well being of our children, okay? Not masking them so they can't see each other's emotions, so they can't properly develop their ability to sense other people's emotions, to develop empathy, uh, because that's what the what the masking did to kids at a young age. The left doesn't care. About the w- mental well being of our children. And then people like that turn out, and then we have to, and then we question it, and we're like, oh, how did this happen? How did this happen? Because time and time again, we ignore the things that really matter, and that's the well being of our families and our children, and the way that we've destroyed the home, the way we've destroyed the nuclear family, the way the left has destroyed it. They, of course, spearheaded that entire movement, and we've allowed them to do it guys, instead of focusing on people getting injected with with COVID, the COVID vaccine, instead of forcing them to get this jab, uh, the left uh, just ignores all of that, all of that, everything that's going on. Obviously, that man needs to be in prison. He should have been in a mental institution earlier. And you know, I was watching a podcast one time, or I was listening to a podcast one time, and the host said something very interesting. And he was talking about how you know, in the '50s, we used to have these uh, insane asylums, and you would kind of force to go there. And I believe that many of them were actually state funded, um, and they tr- obviously there was tons of abuse that went on in them. So they shut them down. But what happened when we shut them down is that all of these people, you know, wound up on the streets, or they wound up getting into crime. And the solution shouldn't have been to shut them down necessarily, but to revamp them to make them better, and uh, actually have this be a place where people can get help. Because the problem with a lot of the, you know, homeless uh, places that we have today, because there are plenty of places where homeless people can stay, where mentally ill people can stay if they need help for free, uh, they don't actually handle it the way that it should be handled. It's very, it's run by a lot of like leftist organizations. The way that they're treated, it's, it's not. It, they're not good, they're not set up to be what they should be. Uh, sometimes you need tough love in life and that's what a lot of these uh, asylums should have been doing. Of course, they wound up there was a lot of b- abuse that was able to get through, but uh, we shouldn't have just gotten rid of them. That was the argument that the podcaster made. Now I don't know exactly how if I agree with that or how it would be impl- implemented because obviously that costs money. and the last thing we want to do is tax people more at a time like this when you know people can barely afford to put food on their table. But it's a reality that's you know, worth, it's something that's worth considering because the reality is um, we have so many people like Daryl Brooks out there uh, that things that could have been prevented. Yeah, the Waukesha mas- massacre could have been pre- prevented, but because the left is so focused on taking away your second amendment rights, uh, which is not even the crux of the issue and the Waukesha massacre proved that, um, he was obviously in his car and he you know, ran over all those people. It just goes to show we have a really bad mental illness problem in this country. I mean, who stands there and said it was God's will that he murder, you know, families, people who were just enjoying a parade? That's insane. That's insane to say that, to, to get up there and say that. Um, so obviously there's a deeper issue here at play in our society. And, you know, that's the thing we need to focus on fixing. Uh, there's so many, so many factors that go into it. If you guys want, I could do an entire show on that. I almost did today's show on that, but I couldn't uh, not talk about Fetterman. I could not talk about the screwed up election system in Pennsylvania. So, but if you guys want, uh, let me know what you think in the comments. I'll let you know, uh, or, or let me know, I guess I should say. Let's see. What are people saying? We need to fund crooked judges. That's absolutely true, Amanda. That's true. Uh, Of course, George Soros is behind that, but we can't talk about that because you're an anti-Semite if you say that George Soros is behind it. So ridiculous. Um, Let's see. Amen. Amen, Anna. He absolutely does. That's from Brown Sugar. Thanks, Brown Sugar. Um, Let's see Everyone's saying. jljs says this man is not a good actor he's a sociopathic narcissist a racist devil that's absolutely true he does he belongs in prison i also want to do a show about the death penalty um and how important that actually is so if you guys want to see that let me know as well um let's see was there a troll in here someone said troll i don't know if that if there was a he sounds like a getter troll oh i don't know uh let's see what you guys are saying. Miguel Ortiz, we love you, Pastor Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy's here. Hey, Jeremy, if you're still watching. Anyways, guys, let me, also another thing, I want to ask another question as like, I want you guys to send me more memes, but I haven't decided what I want you guys to send me yet. Maybe if you have any suggestions, let me know. You could, you know, tag me on Getter. Let me know if you have any suggestions because I love seeing what you guys send me. I think it's hilarious. You do a great job of that. So, um, all right, quick trials to save funds. Yeah, that's true too, Amanda. The justice system is completely is a complete disaster, um, and and of course Waukesha is an example of that as well. And we complete and what's happening to the January six prisoners right now. Meanwhile, Daryl Brooks will probably tre- be treated like a king compared to the January six political prisoners. It's absolutely disgusting what's happening to them. I'll have um I had Marjorie Taylor Greene on one time at RAV where I talked to her about um. Uh, Kathleen Landerkin which is the deputy warden who is in charge of the DC county the DC jail uh, where the January 6 prisoners were being kept or still are being kept and she's very racist she we actually exposed on the show Uh, all of her tweets talking about how bad white people are, how bad Trump supporters are, how white men are bad. So she's racist. She hates men. She hates Trump. And this is the woman who is making decisions for the D.C. jail, for the political prisoners. And that's totally acceptable. But Daryl Brooks will probably get, you know, the best treatment in the world, the best treatment in the world. I mean, it's it's sickening, really, because what's happening is so unfair and the justice system is completely screwed up um and it could do a show on reading comments and make it interesting oh thanks john smith i don't know do i read too many comments do you guys not like that i don't know give me some feedback here uh, i don't know what you guys want me to do but i want to put on a good show for you guys obviously first and foremost fix the freezing yeah i get that but um if you guys want me to read comments if you want me to read less uh some people say <laughs> i read too many but i don't know i just i get carried away i uh i like to talk to you guys a lot but uh I don't want to keep you guys here too long. I know you guys have lives and things to do. But, of course, uh, just, uh, you know, bear in mind this election is is very important, this upcoming election. We'll be talking about it a lot more. We're going to, you know, hopefully be doing some election coverage as well here on LFA TV, so stay tuned for that, With for more information on that. But, look, um, oh, someone says, I love that you read the comments. That's from Victoria Beanery. We used to watch Anna's comments. That's on RV. She's awesome. Oh, thank you. Uh, you guys are so nice. You guys are so, such a, a great such such great viewers, like I, I feel like I know so many of you and I'm really grateful for you guys watching. So please, uh, before you guys go, please go ahead and rumble this video on your way out to show your support for Elevate TV and my show if you liked it, uh, I hope you did and yeah. And, uh, just, and, and just follow us all on social media too, because, uh, we really appreciate interacting with you guys. We want to do more of that. We want to do more for you guys. We want to more, co- do more content. We want to do documentaries. We want to do uh, weekend content. Like I told you at the beginning of the show, but please, please, please go ahead and rumble this video because that is how we're going to be able to do it. And when you have a chance, please rumble the other host videos as well. If you haven't already, uh, we had a great day of shows. Um, so nice to finally be able to do this show live again. Uh, so I'm really happy to do that. It was kind of weird getting back into it uh, live, but I'm so glad that I'm doing it now. So um, so really great to talk to you guys. And remember to stick around till 5 p.m. for Jeremy Harrell's second show of the day. He had an amazing first show. So you're gonna wanna stick around for the second one, guys. Please, please go ahead and do that. Um, and like I said, rumble this video on your way out. Thank you so much for watching Wrong Thing today. Stick around again tomorrow at 1 p.m. for another episode of Wrong Think Guys. See you then.